1: Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean-Belenke, Podbean's head of events. And today's episode is one of our case studies from one of our clients on Podbean's enterprise platform, Jostens. They'll be speaking with our director of customer success, John Kiernan, about how they utilize podcasting within their internal communication strategy and how podcasting has become a success within the organization. We'll also have a link in the show notes to view the full case study in video format and to read more about the case study on our enterprise website. If you have any questions about Podbean's business solutions, we'll also have an email in the comments where you can reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Stay tuned and here we go.
2: On today's episode, I'm going to be speaking with Mark of Jostens. We're going to discuss how and why podcasting was brought into their place of work, as well as how podcasting has helped foster communication across Jostens. Stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Mark, thank you so much for making yeah. the time to chat with us today. How's it going?
0: Yeah, uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's, an, it's an honor to even be uh, considered uh, for an interview, so we're super excited to share whatever we can with you.
2: Absolutely. And before we start our interview here, I want to give you the opportunity to tell people a little bit about Jostins and what you guys do. We're going to be talking about how you bring podcasting into your place of work. But for those who may be, I mean, a lot of people are obviously familiar with the work that you do, but I want them to really know who Jostins is before we jump into the podcasting side.
0: Yeah, it's a a great question. And sometimes uh, sometimes, uh, we know the surface stuff. You know, we're a company that's been around for a long time, over 127 years, and we're famous for a lot of different things. You know, class rings probably come to mind and caps and gowns and diplomas and yearbooks and school photography and so on but we do so much more than that which is the exciting part we do a lot of work with schools and climate and culture and and uh, how to make your environment better Uh, and so there's really a ton of work that goes into it uh and and the exciting part is is that there's never been more of a need at this point for some of the things that we do not just the products but also the services behind it
2: I remember when I first saw the name Jostens pop up into the roster of interviews. I know I was excited because I remember back to when I was in high school, when I was in college, that you guys were the first name when it came to rings. So for me, it kind of brought me back a couple of years. I won't say how many years to not do myself. But
0: (laughs) hey, nobody's asking. It's all good.
2: (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about some of the podcasting here. When did Jostens decide to bring podcasting into the place of work?
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things is what COVID forced us to do. Obviously, we had a remote sales force to begin with, and but then our internal uh force went went remote also. And so this whole communication thing became a real challenge for us, and we had just a variety of, of different uh channels like a lot of companies do, you know. We had the trusty uh trusty email blasts and and sometimes it was written, sometimes it was recorded, and then we would have uh some webinars every now and then in face-to-face meetings. And and so when, when COVID came along, it, we were l- really looking to kind of streamline those channels and put it into one spot. Um, and, and Podbean and podcasting really became a, a pretty obvious solution once we started to explore and dig into it. And it allowed us to do a lot of different things and really give people uh, uh, both out in the field and internally... Uh, a single place to go for for information, really at their at uh, on their schedule, and uh, 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 and it made it easy. It just streamlined the whole thing uh, and gave it a a common kind of library, if you will.
2: And I think that's we we've heard a lot through 2020 into 2021 is that you know when people think about what kind of strategies and what kind of tools they'd like to use for that kind of communication you know, podcasting became one of the easier methods to do because there's a very easy entry point for creating, producing and delivering content. Uh, But it's also like you said, the ability to connect with people across the globe, really at whatever time is most convenient for them. Uh, So with all the different internal communications tools that are out and available, it sounds like podcasting was one that came to the forefront during this time for you guys.
0: It really did. And it allowed us to do a couple things, which I, I think is really interesting. You know, if you look back at the communication before we had some weekly updates and it was usually an email blast and, and it, um, uh, most of the time it was when pr- in print and then we evolved to video. And so it was a video file. Um, but what Podbean allowed us to do is, is take that and, uh, build it in a different way. Number one and number two, we started to look at our audience and we started to segment it a little bit and we looked at their needs. And so it allowed us or empowered us, I should say, uh, to really start to deliver some different content that we had never done before that became critical during COVID times and, and working remote. Things like well-being, um, things like uh, training. Uh, we, so we developed several different channels. We ended up with about six that are internal uh, that uh, people can go to for for obviously various uh, topics and, and targets. And so that aud- it allowed us to really segment the audience and the topics uh, and, and made it super powerful, where before, we really didn't have some of that stuff, and and so it became really obvious to us that we could we could take our game to a completely different level. And regardless of whether it's COVID times or not, whether we're working remote or not, and I think you know we'll probably land someplace in the hybrid model. Um, you know, Podbean and, and these channels will become uh, instrumental in in the uh, ability to help our our team reach a, a completely different level and, and give them access to, to information and, and messages and, and knowledge and, and perspective that, that we probably wouldn't have had regardless
2: now let's dive a little bit into that too because i like yeah. to talk to different businesses about how they've like what examples they might have of bringing podcasting into the workforce but we kind of highlighted a couple in uh, the last conversation piece that you uh, that you presented here but you talked about that you have so many different channels you have a couple of different ones for uh, different uses how do you guys decide what channels and what filters you're going to use in your company like how do you decide who's going to get what information and how did you come up with okay, this is the kind of content we're going to create for this specific market
0: Yeah, I guess we we kind of looked at it as uh, okay what what are the different uh, themes that we want to communicate and what's the cadence that they go in and and so for us what we ended up doing is we made some channels that, um, Uh, one that is uh, like very general from the highest level and it's kind of a monthly update from our very very senior leadership which is super powerful Um, and and not that we didn't have that before but now it's in a regular cadence and then we have kind of this level that is a weekly update uh, that comes down it's focused mostly towards our our sales team but we knew that our sales people Uh, needed to be on top of all the comings and goings uh, of the week Um, and so that weekly update became instrumental but then we we looked at um, how can we help our folks internally and externally uh, with some 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 information or some skills or some perspective um, on a daily basis and so that's where we took uh, we call it the buzz and it's probably one of our most popular channels and it's uh, it's where we uh, we bring outside perspective on in. So we're bringing guests on in, but it has this learning and development kind of twist to it uh, that broadens our 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 perspective. And so while it it originally started as kind of targeted towards our sales force, it really evolved into really the audience is with everybody within our organization. Um, And then we, then, then we started to put in, okay, what's the marketing piece? What's, what's the information that we need to make sure that's relevant to, uh, kind of our target audience. So that became a piece. And then the one that we're probably, uh, gosh, there's two more channels that came on in one that we're really proud of is this. This well-being one, and it's 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 a piece that really within Johnston's went kind of unspoken for a while, and it's became really important for us as an organization to focus in on is what's the well-being of of our employees, and and help them understand kind of what what they're going through is is really pretty normal, and so it, it's allowed us to bring in some guests and some different perspectives that there's no way we would have ever considered before. And, uh, it's been a really interesting time to gain some feedback from that. It's been super helpful, you know, growth mindset, uh, the whole zoom mentality being isolated, uh, having this, you know, everybody's kind of trying to figure this thing out, whether it's uh, professionally in the office, or at home with your with your family running around, or your dogs barking in the background. I mean, we're all trying to navigate that thing, and 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 this is it's given us an, a a really a voice to kind of. Uh, Add some, some. it's okay, we're gonna make this through and we can connect our people in, in that way. So that one's been really big. And then the last one that really our, our area sales managers came to us and they said, Moy, we wanna share all the good stories that are going out in the field. What are some of the best practices? What are, uh, not just what's working, but what are some successes? You know, because you feel beat up when you're all by yourself a lot of times. You're looking at all the challenges, and you kind of forget about the opportunities. And so our area sales managers developed kind of their own podcast. And that was kind of cool. And they went out and all that they're really doing is just interviewing the people out in the field and and their customers. And so that turned into something that was completely and totally unexpected, but really, really valuable.
2: There's a few points that you brought up there. And one that I really like is the fact that not only are you bringing in, let's say, that high level company overview podcast that's, uh, like you said, it's on a schedule, it's weekly, right. uh, but you also took inventory during this time that we're in to also introspectively look at the employees and say, okay, we're in this time frame. So we have this information that you're delivering, which is great. That's, you know, in an essence, it's very much like an audio newsletter. But exactly. you guys also took the opportunity to come back and say, you know what, we also want to check in with our people we also want to make sure that our people are not just connecting with the content across the company but make sure that they're being taken care of and I think that Because you talked about all of these different kinds of podcasts you have, it showcases what you can do with podcasting, not just, okay, we're going to deliver content that is time sensitive or content that's about the company, but we can also have an even more human element to it. We can check in with our people. We can make sure that we're sharing these success stories, not just for the work that we're doing, but for the people in their personal lives. I think that can't be understated.
0: Yeah, it's it's been super exciting. I mean, we we kind of had a limited vision at first, uh especially the people that weren't really familiar with what the possibility could be. Um but we kept pushing a little bit to kind of uh, uh expand that box if you will, and now we're we're fully coloring outside those lines. It's been really cool and bringing in some outside perspective is something we probably would not have considered before. Uh, and it 's really been uh, it 's been it 's been eye opening it 's been fascinating it 's been interesting um, and and it 's also given us the ability to take what we 're so good at that people aren 't really all that familiar and start to share that in a different way and so we do have one public channel i 'd be remiss if i didn 't uh, 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 kind of share that too, because it's been really, really important in our overall strategy. And, uh, and it's really about, it's, it's about brand awareness, you know, it's a, we kind of talked about it in the very beginning, we're famous for all the product things, you know, but if you really think those product things really celebrate moments that are super unique and the value that we can bring to the outside world with that brand, we're doing it every single day and most people just aren't aware of that. So this podcast is, uh, uh, it's called Connected, uh, is, uh, has been really uh, impactful and, and we're just getting the wheels tur- turning quite honestly in, in how great it can be, but we're, we're really excited about a, a lot of this.
2: And that's one of the words about marketing a company too, right? It's not just the products that you sell, but it's the message behind them. And the fact that you have these internal podcasts, but you have a public facing one that lets the people know, okay, I mean, these are the products that we sell, but look at the other work that we're doing within our communities. I think that's a really powerful point there. And with audio being such a powerful platform, this gives you the ability to create moments with that podcast, letting people not just see, okay, cool, here's an advertisement or a write up on something great we did, but they can hear right. the passion behind the message that you're doing for those specific parts of the event, which is great. Yeah.
0: What, what's been so cool is we get to share our purpose. You know, so many times a purpose and a mission becomes like this fancy brochure, and we kind of hand that on out that's cool but now you can hear it it's a living breathing thing and and it's our goal is to help share that with as many people as we can but not just share it but help them experience that uh and, and really podcasting has been an imp- is going to be an important part of that formula for sure because it's it it brings that to life in a in a way that is not uh account by account or person to person, it it gives this ability to, to really reach a much broader audience, much quicker.
2: Now, in what ways have you seen podcasting bolster and foster communication across your company? And even by that, since we've touched on bits and pieces of that already, how have you seen the feedback across the organization of Jostens? How have you guys seen the feedback around the podcasting go?
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So this idea really started with our sales reps. Uh, our, our sales reps normally would be in their cars all day long going from place to place to place. We're very much a face-to-face uh, uh, operating model. And so our reps came back and said, "Boy, it'd be really cool if your communication was, you know, we could get it on your phone, and when we could listen whenever we listen or watch whenever we, uh, whenever we had some downtime, you know." And so that's kind of what started it. It actually was about six months before COVID even hit, um, and so that kind of it's what got us going. And then we bumped into Podbean. But the the thing that it has allowed us to do is is really start to. Uh, 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 create the strategy of, of staying connected in, in a cadence that made sense in a different way. Um, and, and so that channel just started to expand and the possibilities started to expand and that became really exciting and intriguing to us. Uh, and then once we got into it and the feedback started coming in from Salesforce and then our internal folks, you know, while we weren't ignoring them by any means, there was an appetite there, especially being remote. So the feedback uh, became really important. Uh, and we started reaching on out and really being able to take the pulse of what was going on uh, in, in this feedback loop. And and while that wasn't directly uh, part of Podbean, it was the result of Podbean, uh, which, uh, which was really kept us oddly enough, almost better connected than what we were before. Um, And that part, that part, I don't know if we anticipated it, we thought we were hoping that that was a possibility, but it gave us this two way communication. Um, That that's just at a different level than what we were before.
2: And I want to touch briefly on something that you said that I didn't think we would expect to, but I think this is an important part for businesses that have field reps or uh, people in the commuter times. I think a lot of CEOs and a lot of managers in those places go, okay, I really want to see how I can make the best of uh, that commuter time, right? Because a lot of the times those are times where maybe employees will, you know, they'll they'll do different things, for example, they'll use that time to listen to the radio, they'll use that time with right. call loved ones, things of that nature, and all of that is extremely important for keeping the facilities about themselves throughout the day. However, yeah. now that you have this resource of podcasting, something that's accessible uh, basically anywhere, actually anywhere, yeah, absolutely, you have the ability now to build that into your workflow. Hey, when you're commuting, make some time in your day to listen to this specific podcast, this is a specific podcast, or hey, we just released this new training on this new product. Take a couple minutes, take however long the training is to listen to it while you're on the road to the next school or to the next place. And I think that's really important because I think with podcasting, you now are able to reshape the employee experience, the employee journey, and really kind of create this atmosphere of. You know, you can put the work day into that nine to five or whatever the work day ah. is supposed to look like as opposed to, okay, you've done the work. now you have to make extra time afterwards. I think that's really important. and uh, you know it's not something we talk about all the time, but you brought it up, and I think that's really important for people that are using uh, field reps also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we're in a little bit different world, although it's not completely unique. You know, our, our reps are independent reps, so they are not reporting to us. So it's really important that that value proposition that we have and that ability to really make a difference in their business and their lives, uh, is is paramount. And so we really focus hard on, on how that, on how we can add, uh, Add value to their their operation, and and that's what's really let hey anybody we've we've always had you know whether it was an email newsletter or some sort of weekly communication, we've always had that, um, and this has allowed us to keep it in a single spot and streamline it and and uh, communicate it in a little bit different way, but the part that's been really exciting is is again kind of how we started today is is it's allowed us to expand uh that value proposition you know it's it's allowed us to bring people on in that we probably wouldn't gain their perspective and whether it's it's uh, social emotional well-being physical well-being uh business operations how to connect uh we had uh, we have a popular series right now that's within the buzz that is um we brought in other successful uh sales representatives from other industries and asked for their keys uh to uh, to their success uh we brought in uh, uh uh mental uh mental uh toughness uh experts which oddly enough uh was fascinating we brought in coaches we brought in um We've brought in all sorts of people that have added something that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. And it's given them the opportunity of, you know, if they need a little moment of inspiration or lift up or something to kind of get them into a different space, uh, we've empowered that, you know. And that's that's been, uh, it's it's hard to measure the impact that that has. And again, we're all kind of wrestling with that, you know, the, the world that we're in right now. Um, and, and this has really helped us, you know? Uh, so our reps were, like I mentioned before, are generally face-to-face. So this whole remote thing was brand new to them. So we brought in some sales reps that work the remote thing. That's, the, that's their business model. Um, that's completely foreign to our folks. And so it was really great to hear how they do it and how they set up their day and, and how, what their routine looks like and how they can engage with their customers still in a, in a really uh, uh, authentic and timely manner that is, is still really effective. And that may seem strange uh, to, to some in the audience, um, because that's your normal everyday life, but that wasn't ours. And so it, it, really, it really helped us
2: gap that. Now, we're talking about all the great content you're putting out internal, public. You're talking about how you're connecting your team. I think one of the most important facets, too, that we want to touch on is the content production. So walk us through a few points of the uh, production of the podcast. Who creates some of the content? Who produces the content? And then how does the content get released to your audiences?
0: Yeah, it's a really great question. And it's one that... um I I wear a lot of, I wear a lot of different hats. I mean, technically I'm in learning and development and I'm just, I'm just a, 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 a a department of two. Uh, So it's not like we're, and we're a pretty big company. Um, uh, And so it's not like we're overflowing with a bunch of different resources, but what we've done, uh, most of it flows through here. Uh, But At the same time, we aren't overproducing really anything and and maybe that's, I I was really kind of shocked at how easy it was to publish. I I thought there was a lot more to it. And don't get me wrong. There are different levels of production and and quality and so on. Uh, We're a little bit more grassrooty. So, I mean, kind of like what you see right here is what we portray just about every day. It might vary from setting to setting. um, But what will happen is we'll gather some ideas around, uh, you know, just what the content should be. And then, you know, some of the content is interviews that are just simple zoom interviews, just like this. And, and we use that. And then we'll, 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 we'll take maybe 15 minutes to create an episode by putting a bumper in the front and a bumper in back, adding a little bit of music and that's it. It's really stuff that I've just kind of discovered. I, I am by no means a, a technical expert on anything. Um, but i I've learned in a really short period of time that we can make it look pretty doggone good uh, with not a lot of effort. And so, That was part of it, and then the some of the content our our field reps are starting, and our people are starting to contribute. So you know whether they shoot it on their phone or whether they shoot it in, uh, in their they zoom with themselves or whatever it may be. There's a lot of different ways that we've started to gather that content, and it's super easy to kind of share it back and forth and then create it. So it's not. It's not, it's not like overproduced. It's not, we don't have a separate team someplace kind of putting it all together. It's pretty much, you know, I probably spend maybe two, three hours a week, maybe, um, putting together the content for the upcoming weeks. And so it's, it hasn't, I, I was shocked at how easy it was to tell you the truth
2: when you said people are making them on their phones too and like maybe you had said listen i'm not the most technically savvy when it comes to this stuff but you're still able to create this content that resonates with people again that's one of the great things about podcasting too is you can have A multi-thousand dollar studio if you so choose but really so long as the content you're talking about is engaging and the content that you're talking about is pertinent to people's roles and people's lives they're gonna go ahead and take inventory and listen to it and in today's technological environment many of us in the uh, workforce already have things like laptops and already have phones that It's extremely powerful. And many of us already listen to podcasts, which is usually a big help because people already have a general frame of reference. Yeah. Um, But we've done even tests with things like Apple AirPods and EarPods. And, you know, we see a lot of success with that. We have people that are using blue products, uh, the Snowballs, the Yetis, uh, Samsung Q2Us, things that aren't breaking the bank, let's say, but are just going, okay, we're going to give you an even more professional grade sound. You have a free program on your computer or uh, an an inexpensive program on your computer. And so long as you know where the record button is and you know a few simple steps, you can create a really professional sounding product that most people would be like, wow, did you get somebody to do that? Are you a professional at this? And you're like, no, I just had the will to do it. And it was really cost effective. Let me show you how.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's funny that you bring that up, John, because it's—I uh, didn't know anything about podcasting. Zero. I I, w- I listen to podcasts every now and then. And, uh, and it's really where I started to pick up, you know, okay, the, that's, that's a great idea. We ought to do something like that. And so I started to investigate it a little bit. But suddenly, I became the podcast expert, somehow, some way, you know, and it was really just the guy. Me, yeah, <laughs> it just became me just kind of goofing around and exploring a little bit. And the next thing you know, is it it, it's kind of taken on off. And so that part was really cool, the way that it evolved. And, you know we've learned some too, once we got into it. We've learned that, you know, uh, it's it's hard to keep people's attention if it's a monologue the whole time. You know, right. it's real. It, it, you got about two minutes and thirty seven seconds. We can tell that, you know, if it's not great, it's it there's a very short attention span, which is, Completely. I I would, I'm the same way, you know? And so that this whole interview thing, even if it's a weekly update, we really are starting to work on what's the format of that. You know, we can do that in a different way and we can make it really interesting uh, in a conversational tone as opposed to a lecture kind of monologue tone. And so that uh, we've learned a lot about how to connect and communicate with folks uh, remotely too, which has been, to me, I find really fascinating
2: absolutely and now once you have the content created once it's released how does Justin's create awareness and engagement in the workplace around the new content being released um, i'm sure there was a little bit of an adoption period where yeah. you saw it ramp up over time but maybe initially people were getting used to the new platform or yeah. they were used to other modes of communication uh, once you start introducing podcasts and letting people know hey this is what we're doing you know you get a lot more engagement you get more integration with people's daily lives but how do you create that awareness and engagement? How did you initially also?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, we're in the middle of that journey right now. Um, and it's, um, it's been interesting. So a little background about Jostens, we've been around forever, traditional brick and mortar. We touched on that earlier, but our, our sales team, uh, the average tenure is 25 years in, in that position. Um, So that doesn't mean that people that have been in a a position for 25 years are not tech savvy, but uh, they aren't uh, tech natives either. And so that, that posed a little bit of a challenge for us when it came to any sort of change management, you know? And so uh, we were very deliberate on, on kind of the buildup to it, the why behind, behind everything. And then the value statements that went along with that. So uh, we went on about a, you know, kind of a month long kind of almost PR campaign that we're making this transition. This is the reason why here's the value that you will receive. Um, so that part was really important. And we did go through, uh, uh, We it was part of uh, an actual training uh, and development piece. We we call it the yearly kickoff that we did back in late January. Of uh, Okay, let's make sure that we can... Get it loaded on your phone. Uh, single, you know, we went through the single sign-on process, so that made it. Uh, some would say easier. Some would say harder. Just kind of depends who you are. Sure. Um, and then, you know, how do, how do you, right now, oddly enough, we, we've we been going, we've been tracking it, you know, our engagement and all of that. And we discovered that some people didn't have like notifications and alerts uh, and the following features kind of turn on and activated through their phones. So we just, uh, just this week, we just released uh, some training about how to make sure that you realize that there's new content in there. And, and we ran a dual path for about probably about three weeks when we first started. So we were communicating both, but when uh, in, in uh, multiple channels still like email, but we would always lead it back to, hey, this is switching on over uh, uh, you know, permanently here in the next few weeks, so make sure that we're up to speed. And so it's been a growth thing. Um, we're not completely there yet, but we're getting better. We're gaining momentum. Uh, it's been really exciting to watch. We watch the data behind, which uh, again, uh, Podbean's been excellent with uh, allowing us to kind of uh, look at the analytics of, of of who's engaging, how they're engaging, what's valuable, you know, the. the on, Fortunately or unfortunately, their their watching and listening habits are are pretty obvious uh, when you start to dig into the analytics, and and so you have to you have to look at that data, you know, and it it caused us to make some adjustments along the way, and it's been good. We're not we're not completely there yet, but we're 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 pretty good, and for the first time, we're probably measuring it where before we just felt like it was good if we sent out an email, everything was covered, and it's. It's, it's also caused us to take a really hard look at how we're communicating and what we're communicating and, um, and, and maybe be a little bit more thoughtful, more strategic about the whole thing.
2: And those analytics can really help you kind of talk to the point that you spoke about earlier of uh, figuring out how much of the attention span you really have with your employees also you know we think about the world of podcasting especially public-facing podcasts we have podcasts that are you know 10 minutes we have podcasts that are three hours we have podcasts that people will go back to for enjoyment for just periods of time but you know for your use cases you may be able to and a lot of people are using these analytics for that point that you just stated right if you see that you have a listenership that's engaged for you know maybe half of your podcast and at the end there's a drop-off maybe people know okay towards the end is where you know some of the information that may have been covered in other uh, other communications that's where that is so I know that the real crux the meat of what's going to be special about this is in the first couple of minutes what you're able to do then is you're able to go back and curate the content that you know is going to be the most engaging the most pivotal right in those couple minutes. And if that means that your episodes are 20 minutes, great. If it means that you have hour long episodes, great. If it means that you have two minute episodes, great. The point is those analytics have allowed you then to go back and create the content that best suits the needs for uh for Justin's.
0: Yeah. And we we haven't I you bring up a really great point because we would we would have interviews kind of like this. And at first we were just um blasting out the full interview, you know? And um they were great. Don't get me wrong. They were sure. I thought they were I thought they were really good, and they were they were very insightful. But we saw that once it kind of reached the twenty minute mark that there there was a drop off. So we ended up taking something like this and chopping it up and making it into different segments, which again, I mean, it sounds like really like uh, you know that's that must be a lot of production time, and it's really not. I mean, we could make two or three segments really easy. Uh, and, and share it. And then uh, we could do that at a national level too. We could break things down into more uh, my, uh, uh, smaller nuggets, I guess, and, and keep them super short, almost like micro bursts of learning or, or information. And, and that part for us is as really uh, it's, it's helped us, you know, it's, it's helped us think about how to interact in, again in a, in a, in a more meaningful way to our our audience.
2: Yeah, and that's not an uncommon tell either. You have a lot of people who look at that engagement and like you said, we have these longer form interviews, but you may for example get a point of you know someone like for example, when we talk about the production side even in this interview, someone may feel very comfortable in the space of Uh, creating the space for people to know about the podcast, but they may go, okay, the hurdle that I need to jump over is I need to figure out the team that's going to create this. I need to figure out the space in the week and in the months to create the content. We can go ahead and create a small clip and target that to specific people. So someone who's, let's say the head of HR looking to bring this in, or somebody who is looking to bring this to the next level, they can go, okay, here's the piece that means the most to me. I think that's really important. And like you said, you see now that you can create that content, even those smaller bites at not just a smaller level, but also to the national level, like you talked about. And that really speaks to some of the ways that you've been able to take podcasting, and it really exploded across the company here. Um, If a business is considering bringing podcasting into the workplace, to end our interview, I always like asking businesses this question, what is one piece of advice that you would like to offer in support of internal podcasting?
0: yeah I, I think that I think the biggest thing and and sometimes sometimes we think about it from probably the wrong perspective. We think about the information that has to go out, right? Um, and that that's a broadcast and and sh- sure, people have broadcasts, and yes, there's information that has to go out. but I, I think the thing that uh, that has excited me the most is we have to consider the audience what's valuable to the audience and which ways can we deliver that information that is uh intriguing sticky uh and from their perspective um and that's caused us to really dive in and segment how it goes and so one of the pieces of advice that i would have is um you know it's it's really super tempting to say okay here, here let's make one channel and it's just you know whatever your topic is that's what the channel is and it's kind of all encompassing i i would recommend that you have a variety of channels and and oh by the way you reserve the right to make changes and grow along the way so if you right. see another need or if you see another opportunity um don't be afraid e- even if you change uh, change a channel in in midstream you know that that's okay you you reserve the right to make it better and, and so that's one of the first things that we did is we went out and we listened okay this is the, what are the challenges going to be what are the challenges that we need to communicate and to share and what are the solutions and how do we do that and we knew that there would be a little bit of an adoption bump at first because of our audience we knew that um we knew that there was a really big opportunity to really um segment the information instead of just dumping the information and then um, which the channel certainly helped us do but then we we got really um, much better at thinking about how to how to share that information? Uh, it, it's uh, it allowed us to bring the audience on in and interact with people and bring bring peers on in that um, that maybe we wouldn't have done before. Uh, and it's like I said before, it's really opened the door for some outside perspective, which we've never done before. Um, and so I, I would I would say, okay, let's really look at your audience, figure out what they need. And, and where does that match up to what you feel they need? And, and it's really the, our, our job, our job internally, is to help them, empower them to that next level, regardless of where they are. It makes no difference. They could be a top performer. They could be a bottom performer. That, that makes no difference. We just want to help them get better. So what, how do we target that message and provide them the opportunity to gain something that they haven't before? Um, So I don't know, John, I feel like uh, I feel like that was like a like a like an all encompassing uh, kind of answer and kind of deep. But man, listening to that audience is just so, so, so important in figuring out how you connect and drive that value down to them
2: yeah i think it's really important i think the fact of also you talking about segmenting the content is extremely important because i think a lot of people when they first come into a new communications tool whether that be you know video communication whether that be podcasting whether that be email whatever the case may be i think we're all pretty familiar with the way that email blast can say okay i have 15 pieces of content it's here take it and i think that a lot of the times we may think initially going into it starting podcasting okay now we're just creating an audio version of that but i think when we talk about fatigue across organizations and across employees you know that is one thing that comes with it is the fatigue of okay we're going to be sitting in an hour and a half zoom meeting or okay and we're going to be going over everything or okay we're going to be sitting here trying to make sure that we tackle all 15 points in the email uh, that i mean all of it's obviously important but you end up getting this fatigue and people starting to zone out at certain points. Whereas like you said, okay, maybe there's a specific uh, podcast that you have for your sales team. Maybe there's a specific podcast that you have to your marketing team. Number one, what you're able to do is you can still have that overarching uh, podcast delivery, but then you can number one, create shorter, more engaging, more poignant content that touches everybody. But then also you can have these breakout groups and these breakout podcasts, which are again, shorter form, more to the point, more deliberate and let people know, okay, this is what you really need to focus on for your role. This is what we're really focusing on uh, in this quarter for your specific division, and that I think is really where you start to see the biggest jump in engagement, as opposed to it being, uh, for lack of a better term, just a data dump of all of the things you're right. able to create the content that most suits the needs of that audience.
0: Yeah, kind of, kind of thing. I always think about it as a meeting. I mean, the meetings that I really struggle with are the ones that you go on into when it's face to face, and you you start. Walking through a PowerPoint deck yet, right? And people are just, they're reading off the lines that are in the PowerPoint thing. I mean, I struggle with that. I want that conversation. I want that interaction. I want the ability to uh, connect in a different way and to learn in a different way and to ask questions. I mean, all of those things is what it allows us to do. And I guess the, one, the, the last thing that I would say, John, is I, everything that we talked about, if I was to stand on back and listen to what we just talked about for however long it's been um, it can sound really super overwhelming I, I would imagine uh, I I mean that we went through a lot of different things and a lot of things that we did. it's so easy it's just so doggone easy to to create content and to put together a strategy and to actually publish and keep up and to look at things it's not it's It's not some big elaborate process that takes days and weeks and months to kind of do it's not it's not a big investment on my part of time um, as far as the mechanics of publishing and doing all of this there's uh, it's actually opened up the door a little bit to what are some creative ways to kind of uh, promote and, and highlight and Provide themes. Uh, and so that part's been refreshing. But it's not. It's not. I, I don't want to scare people away that it's this right. huge, huge investment of time. You know, I sit there and I look at like this studio. I mean, it's it's maybe a thousand bucks. I got wrapped up in this thing. That's it. There's 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 nothing all that fancy. I look at what it takes for me to produce uh, uh, almost all this content. You know, uh, on. On my little laptop, and it's, you know, it might have cost me eighty bucks, maybe. I mean, it's not, it's not that hard, and I knew nothing about it ahead of time. So it's, it's really cool how it's, how it's transformed an organization uh, with really low entry point.
2: I love that. I love speaking about the easy entry point, too. Because like we said, there's so much that we expand upon. There's so much in terms of uh, commitment, in terms of investment that we talk about from a content perspective. But really, at the end of the day, you have a lot of the technology in your hands. There's a lot of ease already in creating the content. Our platform makes it easy for you to get the content into the hands, eyes and ears of your audience that you need to. Uh, So again, really to be able to create this new engaging piece of content or pieces of content uh, for your audience is just super easy it's only a few clicks away and it just makes it a really engaging experience and mark i thank you so much for making the time to chat with us today i think we really got a great idea of how Justin brings the podcasting to life within uh, your place of work so again i thank you so much i know our listeners are going to thank you so much for all this information thanks for making the time
0: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. It was, uh, it was an honor to even be asked. So I appreciate it. We're grateful.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.